Do you need treatment or surgery? There's no need to wait or travel abroad. Receive treatment at Kingsbridge Private Hospital in Belfast or Ballykelly under the Northern Ireland Planned Healthcare Scheme at potentially no cost. Why wait? Text hello to 51777 or visit kingsbridgeprivatehospital.com for further information. And now, in association with Lockhill Motors, Lock Sheaver Mullingar, where your new Peugeot is waiting for you. Lockhillmotors.ie While the weather brings torrential spills, he's here to flex his DIY skills. Better check will Brian might have his nuts screwed in too tight. Now, Brian, have you taken your pills? The pink ones keep you from screaming. Brian Cloonan. Damn sure I'm not checking that. No, although I, I have to say, when I came into studio, you instantly start <laughs> fiddling with your fly. Can you explain, please? Because I was a bit confused. So you sit here at a desk for three hours and, you know, you happen to look down when somebody walks in and notice that, that you know, you're hanging low. So uh, you therefore have to pull it up. Oh, right. OK. So what I got from that is that you work for three hours a day. I sit here for three hours a day. Yeah. And then go home. I work for less than three hours a day. <laughs> No. I have a job after the show. All right. Yes. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. Shall we get down to the DIY business, which is our priority? And uh, by the way, if you're a first-time listener, Brian Clunan is in from Clunan's Hardware in Tullamore until 11 o'clock. So if you wish to pick his brain, feel free. Over the last two nights, our first caller says their nine-year-old has been complaining of scratching noises in the attic. And he's terrified that it's a mouse or worse, even a rat. But he's now objecting to sleeping in the room. So he's on a mattress on the floor at the foot of our bed, which is not ideal. (laughs) Now, I'm assuming mouse rather than rat. And neither his dad nor I are particularly perturbed by mice. So we're not sure where he picked up this fear and phobia. Is it an unusual time for mice to be coming in? Could it indeed be something else? And what's the best way to prevent a return? So I suppose it, there's no unusual time for mice to be in the attic or in your house. That's the bottom line. We, we've a, a hardware shop, as you know, and <coughs> we've a very small hardware shop, which means that we have to keep what's in season in the shop. So out of season stuff goes out to the store and then when so when the autumn winter comes in we'll bring in the draft excluders and so on and when the spring is here we'll bring in all the garden stuff and the draft excluders will go out and so on and so forth. The mouse stuff stays in all year hmm. round. Okay. So that tells its own story. We only try and keep in the shop what sells at that particular time and the mouse stuff never leaves the shop. So it's it's you always have mice around, you always have rats around. Um, now, noise in the attic is one of four things. Almost, almost, almost never is it a rat. In spite of the number of people who would come into us in the shop, adamant it's too noisy to be a mouse, it has to be a rat. But the noise they make can be quite incredible. So it's it's rats need daily access to water. Mice never actually need water per se. They need to. They can suck the moisture, the condensation out of the timber in the attic and so on. But they never actually need, you know, a pool of water. Mm. Rats need actual water that they can drink from. That's comforting. Yeah, well, it means that they're not going to stay up in the attic where there's no water unless they get up into the water tank, in which case they'll drown, which is a whole other story. Because let's not go there. Okay, no, we've no. been there before. It wasn't pleasant. Um, the next thing it could be is is bats. 
but they don't tend to be that noisy. And the other thing it can be then is starlings if you have roof tiles. Mm. Now, if you have slates, they don't apply. But if you have roof tiles, they do go in under the, the little corrugated. So, you know the way there's a, there's a ridge, there's a rise and fall on a roof tile the whole way around the house. And they actually go in under, into that little, that corrugation, and they nest on the felt. Again, they do make noise, but they would have been there earlier. So the fact that it's only very recent to me would indicate mouse. Mm-hmm. So we to, get starlings, and it's a season. And yeah, they make a racket. They make an awful racket, but not a scratching racket. So that said, scratching. So I don't think it's going to be the starlings. Um, look, if if time is on your hands, which is not because you want to get the nine-year-old out of your bedroom, I understand that. But if you're in doubt, and always remember this, because I said this a few weeks in the radio, and we've had quite a lot of people in the shop just saying, you know, the peace of mind it gave me. So what we always say is, <clears throat> if you feel you have a mouse, if you're not sure if you have a mouse or a rat, you would put a bar of chocolate or a bar, I always say the Snickers bar, a Snickers bar, cut the two ends off to reveal the caramel and the and the, the peanuts and just put that on the floor. So if you feel it's in the attic, just put the bar in the attic today and then check on it tomorrow. And if it's a rat, the whole bar will be gone. And if it's a mouse, it will be gnawed. You now know exactly what you're dealing with. You've also, you've also given them food stuff that they like and they really like it. So they've eaten that yesterday, last night. So you did it the day before, you did it yesterday, you come in today, it's gnawed. That means during the night, the mice gnawed it and they really liked it, so they'd want more. So now you use that particular, whatever product you use, be it the, the bar of chocolate or the Snickers or whatever. What was, what was Snickers used to be called? Oh gosh, great question. And somebody will text, Marathon. Uh, marathon, marathon. Yeah, yes. me at the same time. Mm. Um, and do you remember the old Mars slogan? A no. Mars a day helps you work, rest, and play. play. Yeah, wow, when you think of it. Yeah, could you say that today? Not no. at all. No. But that was marketing. Yeah, I know that. Would you, would, you be allowed, would you be allowed to say something like that today? Is it somehow... But look at all the, for instance, protein shakes. Yeah. And energy drinks. Yeah, that's right. And how they're marketed. And yeah. they're laced with sugar. sugar. Yeah, that's right, I know. And being a sugar addict, I know exactly what has sugar in it. Yeah, but you get a protein shake and bodybuilders take them thinking they're helping themselves. And there's nearly as much sugar as there is protein. Wow. Wow. Anyway, off soapbox. Anyway, um, so, I would say put a trap in the attic. Uh, sorry, put a few traps in the attic then. You can use poison, but you never know where the mouse is going to die. And then the problem is, if it dies in the wall cavity you have a smell for a week or 10 days and it's not nice. But so I would always say traps. I wonder where the fear comes from. Yeah. When neither parent is... Yeah, that's very unusual. Uh, so maybe a friend, maybe... Yeah. yeah. It's usually monkey see, monkey do if yep. mum jumps on the chair. Absolutely. I say mum, maybe dad jumps on the, the chair. chair but, yeah. you know, they take the lead from that. Anyway, maybe it's just the noise when he's on his own in the room and he doesn't yeah. know what it is. it is. Yeah, maybe it's the unknown, exactly. You're right. Now, our next query... 083 30 10 103 on text and on WhatsApp. Morning, lads. We've had a post box uh, built into the gate. Oh, this comes up from time to time where it's built into the gate. Right. Okay. Into the gate or into the wall? Sorry, into the wall. Right. Into the wall at the gate. And the problem is when it rains, the post is now getting wet. And really, we should replace the post box. But as said... It's built into the wall. Yeah, it's a big job. Yeah, look, we, we actually had this, you're dead right, we had this 
a while ago and a customer came into the shop to me afterwards with a solution which I thought was very clever um, he, well he had two suggestions really the first one the first thing to always say is if you're building a post box into a wall always build in an aluminium or stainless steel post box and if it's an aluminium one make sure the entire box is aluminium it really annoys me there's a couple of different brands of post box and on the f- when you when you see the, the post box on the shelf in the shop, it says aluminium post box. And the very front of the box is aluminium. And what's the rest? Steel. Not stainless steel? No, just steel. So, so rustable steel. Absolutely. And it's, it's now in contact continually with the stone, which is continually wet because it's the last mm. thing to dry out. Mm. Because this, you know, so it rusts away in, in no time. So if you're building in, you have to build in entirely aluminium or entirely stainless steel. So that's that's the first thing. So this guy said that, that what he did, he had a box that, that he'd built in and it was leaking. And it was one of these ones with the front was aluminium. And he basically got a plastic box. Now, he said he kept looking. So he got a plastic box. Now, like a lunchbox, right, uh, that filled more or less the uh, the post box. So he slotted this in and he cut a hole in the very front of it to allow the post to go into it. So now the moisture that was coming in through the rust was only going into the metal part mm, of the box mm. and wasn't going into the plastic part of the box. Now he also suggested that you could line the inside of it with fiberglass, which is fiberglass matting, which is horrible stuff to work I'm with. sorry, sir. Why don't you just get an aluminium post box to begin with. Oh yeah, no, but uh, that ship has sailed. Mm. You know, it is in the wall and it's leaking. So a plastic liner, you're basically making a plastic liner. So you measure the inside of the box and you go to your supermarket and you see what they have in food storage containers. And if it slots in, you just cut the front uh, to allow the post to go into that. And then when you want to empty it, you take it out. You take out the plastic box and take out your post. 083 30 10 103 on text and on WhatsApp. Lads, sometimes I have baby bats in the attic. They come in under the slates and then they used to crawl around in the fascia and the soffit. So just a month or two every year, there's a big oak tree beside the house. They come in and out. What can you do? They're protected species. Yeah, and look, it is remarkable how many people have them in their attics without ever knowing about it. So they don't do a lot of damage. Um, You'll have some droppings, not a lot. Um, They come and go, it's a few months of the year. You know, I I would say just leave well enough alone. They're not impacting your life significantly. Now, Brian Clunan is here until 11. After which, a man who, well, like Manny grew up in the 60s in rural Ireland, a very, very different time and very different experience. And he shaped much of his professional life towards advancing the cause of rural Ireland, both in Dublin in, at Dáil Éireann and also in Brussels at European level. So what does he see as the future for Leash, Offaly and Westmeath? What will keep our children and grandchildren here in generations to come. Mr. Fixit with Lockhill Motors, Lock Sheever, Mullingar. Your new Peugeot is waiting for you, including the all-new Peugeot 408. Lockhillmotors.ie Brian Clunan is here from Clunan's Hardware until 11 o'clock this morning. Uh, next query then. 
we have a listener with big picnic benches to the rear of the house. Great for entertaining the guests, but they've been there for four years and are now looking a little worse for wear. I would love to paint them bright, vibrant colours, but my husband tells me the paint will flake off the top because we left them out over the winter. Please prove him wrong. (laughs) Right, well, I wonder, will they be doing it this year, the way things are? Um, So if you were going to do something with those, they'll have to be dry. So if I were you, I would have done it last June. (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, So let's say it was June and they're dry. Or let's say, hopefully, we're going to get a glorious August after this weekend and they they dry out. Now, a few days will dry them out. You have two options. One is you can get a bright, let's just say a bright, vibrant colour in a wood preservative. So we would often say to people, when you're doing outdoor timber like that, if you want something that you never have to sand and never have to, to f- anything will flake off, you get an oil-based wood preservative. So an oil-based wood preservative soaks in. They are available in bright, vibrant colours, but the colour that you choose has to be stronger than the colour of the timber. So if these are, you know, a dark mahogany uh, painting bench, you can't put a bright lime wood preserver on it because on it, it's not going to cover it. It's not going to soak in and give you that vibrancy. The other option then you could go for is um, we've mentioned before the likes of Super Deck, which is an outdoor paint for painting more or less anything. It's well indoor outdoor, but it's self priming. Now, the husband is slightly right in that a flat surface outside. Hold Say on. that again. The husband in this case is right is half right. You'll get three or four years without having to paint the top surface. But it's only the top surface. So if eventually, because it's sitting flat outside, it really depends how smooth it is. The, the, the thing would be sometimes with a picnic bench, you can have a little kind of dent in the timber which fills up with water and then can freeze. So that'll put a bit of stress on it. But Superdeck is very, very tough, very flexible and paints every outdoor surface and lasts for years. The only thing I would say is possibly, for, I think there's a 10-year guarantee on it, but on a flat surface, you'd probably have to redo just the flat surface in five or six years' time. So be it. It'll take you 10 minutes just to give it a light sanding and repaint it. But the beauty of it is no priming. All, every colour in the world is available. You could, you could, It's all mixed for you, so you could go into your local paint shop and say, I want, you know, Elephant's Breath. I remember that was a popular one for Pharaoh and Ball. It's a strange name. Elephant's Breath. Well, I think it was a grey in colour. Um, because you see, they always struggle. The, the big problem is struggling to come up with new names. Like every year, every paint company produces a new range of colours. And they have to come up with a name that hasn't been used before. So it's somebody's job to yes. invent a name. Yes. And the name should reflect the colour. Okay, so you can't have, you know, you can't have a grey colour and call it lime green. You know, the name in theory should reflect the colour. But that's a job AI will take care of from now on. You're dead right. You're dead right. Mm. Because if you have a colour, say, from 10 years ago called Elephant's Breath. So say Crown Paints who produce and Dulux Paints, whoever they are, produce 100 new colours every year or 20 new colours every year, whatever it is. But if you have Elephant's Breath from 10 years ago and Will Faulkner goes into his local paint shop and says, I want a tin of Elephant's Breath, 
crown elephant's breath and he gets the wrong colour mm. because it's a 10 year old one versus the modern one that's the fault of the paint company they don't want that so they have to come up with new colours every single year can you imagine it's, it must be he- uh, head melting but why don't anyway, they just have elephant's breath one and elephant's yeah. breath two, two. <laughs> yeah, or just not change the colours so often well yes so yeah just I would say if you want those bright vibrant colours and if it's a, if it's a strong colour just paint it with uh, Sadlin Superdeck one coat will probably do all the upright surfaces and two coats on the flat surface but a brilliant easy to use paint that covers everything a very brave man in Portleash has put his name to this message. All right. For his own sake, we will leave it off. All right. So it's from Anonymous, or as they say in the school plays, Anonymous. Who says, the wife's car keys have worn through nothing to do with her gel nails because she's using a nail file to push the buttons inside. Oh, no. Stop that. And I think she's going to do damage. I asked the main dealer about a replacement key and he terrified me when he told me the price. So, is there any way I could use silicone to seal up the buttons again? No. But the good news is, you see, in fairness, he asked the main dealer for another key and he doesn't need another key. He just needs a key shell. So if you go anywhere that cuts keys, they will nearly all have a whole range of key shells. And the reason for the key shells are twofold, and it's almost always one or two things. The reason being that when you look at your car key, mm. a lot of them now are the flip type, so the thing flips out. And then I love the way you were looking for mine. Yeah, I was looking for mine. I don't know why it's radio. It's not as if it's going to make any difference to hold one in my hand. Yeah, but they, they're like a flick knife. And just yeah, and they flick out. Mm. And then they have two or three or four buttons on it that open the boot and open the doors and lock everything. So the two things that go wrong are number one in fairness to the caller who didn't who did give his name but we are not revealing if we use if we have nails and like it's not just females but some men have sharp nails mm. and you're constantly pushing this little piece of rubber and it ends up breaking away now the one thing you do not do is start using the buttons pushing through so on the, the, but, the pla- what we're calling the buttons is not a button it's just a piece of plastic protective coating the button is attached to the circuit board inside and if you start poking that with your nail or as that caller said a nail file or another key you will break off the button and then you're in trouble so when you go to the other thing that happens and just to say I keep saying this to people in the shop if you have a, a car key with the flick type the flick knife as you call it um, if you hang a big bunch of keys out of that it puts a huge amount of weight on the blade, the bit that goes into the ignition. And th- the the alloy that holds that in place ends up breaking. So if you have a broken key or a damaged key, you do not need a complete new key. You just need to go to your local key cutter, whoever it is, and ask them to replace the shell. So they will cut, they will pick the appropriate shell, they will cut that key, and they'll pop the guts of your key which are the circuit board and the battery and maybe the, the transponder chip from the old key into the new key. But it'll cost 25, 30, 35 euro as opposed to a couple of hundred euros for a new key. Brian and Clunan? All, nearly every, you know, everybody who cuts keys provides mm. that service. Brian Clunan is here from Clunan's Hardware in Tullamore. 
until 11. Do you need treatment or surgery? There's no need to wait or travel abroad. Receive treatment at Kingsbridge Private Hospital in Belfast or Ballykelly under the Northern Ireland Planned Healthcare Scheme at potentially no cost. Why wait? Text hello to 51777 or visit kingsbridgeprivatehospital.com for further information. Mr. Fix-It with Lockhill Motors Lock Shiver Mullingar. Your new Peugeot is waiting for you, including the all-new Peugeot 408. Lockhillmotors.ie James says you can get key shells on eBay or Amazon, 2 to €5. Euro. That an option? Yeah, if, if you don't need to get a cut, the problem, we, we've, we've actually stopped cutting the cavity ones for people when they get them on from a spurious source because uh, they snap our blades a little blade is 180 euros to buy the little cutter all right and whatever is in them they just we we don't cut them if they come from garages so a lot of garages would come to us and we'll cut the ones that they supply but whatever is in them we just stop doing them because there was was so many problems and you can't you, you, you know you tell a customer you have to break my blade and it costs this like they mm. don't want to know you mm. know so we just stopped cutting them next is it okay to paint shower and bathroom tiles if so what sort of paint do you recommend no you can paint tiles but not in the shower so you can paint tiles with a tile paint you can paint tiles with um, with the likes of the super deck we mentioned earlier but not in the shower it's it's hot water it's it's continual. It's regular. I no, afraid not. So what you could consider doing there is just lining. If it's in the shower, I don't know if you've seen the the PVC sheeting. You can all the PVC companies do, and it's really effective. And it looks it can look so well, um, and it comes in a whole range of different things. It can look like marble. It can look like tiles. It can look like all sorts of different things. So that's worth considering. Next listener has a house, thirty eight years old, which is dry, pebble dashed but was never painted. And so over the 38 years, it has turned very grey, especially looks bad in wet weather. So thinking of getting it painted sometime soon, do you think white might be the best colour? Because the surface is very stony, very rough, not smooth. So the colour is immaterial. You can paint it any colour you want. That's the bottom line. You're either going to spend forever and a day brushing it using a block brush which is you're, you're actually stabbing the paint onto it or you're going to get it sprayed um, now what I always say to people first if someone came in to me to buy paint for a pebble dash wall I would say hold on now before you buy it you have to clean it really well before you paint it because it's full of crevices and crevices fill up with dust and dirt mm, mm. and paint doesn't stick to dust and dirt so, so do you I, mean power wash yeah, but a gentle power wash. But I can tell you what makes a huge difference. Now, you have to be very careful with it. There's a thing called sodium hypochlorite, which is used for cleaning dash. Now, it's a very strong type bleach material. So you have to gear up properly to use it. Um, but it does tend to whiten the paint. And what you will be doing is is brushing this on, believe it or not, on a wet day. You need to do it when the when it's wet. Mm. And you would either brush this on or very carefully spray it on. It will destroy clothes. Uh, you, you do need to wear goggles while you use it. Um, but it is brilliant for cleaning the, the surface. And it also whitens the surface. So sometimes when you do a pre-clean before you paint, 
you find out oh, you don't need to paint after all paint. yeah you've restored it to its nearly original appearance yeah so and don't forget once you start to paint that's it like you've managed to get 38 years without painting it mm. um, so do you need to paint it because once you start you know you are redoing it every you know six seven mm. ten years um, which is fine you know absolutely fine but you need depends to what age you are though. depends what age you are yeah let it be someone else's problem <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true how to get rid of ivy permanently. The ivy is growing in a garage. In a garage? Into a garage. So I presume it's therefore... Oh, right, okay. Now, so you have two options. You're going to get a brushwood killer, weed killer. So probably the easiest one to access out there will be SBK. That's the just the initials S and B and K brushwood killer. Or any weed killer that contains trichotlor. Uh, some brushwood killers only contain life phosphate which was correct Roundup yeah okay um, so make sure it's the one that contains trichotlor and you mix it at twice well you're either going to spray it on uh, onto the leaves of the ivy at twice the strength twice the normal strength so what I would say is if you can if depending on where you're using it you would use some oil home heating oil or even a vegetable oil instead of water mix it at twice the strength and spray it onto the leaves Alternatively, if you could locate the couple of main stems, so very often ivy grows from just a number of main stems. And what you would do is, if you cut away, say the stem is coming, it's, it's coming from the ground, you can see it. If you were to cut it at the base and then move up and cut another two inches away, so now the, there's two inches of, of heavy stem missing. Now all the ivy above that will die, but the root will still be alive. So what you will do is you will cut that piece down, cut it above it two inches and then drill a hole into the bit at the bottom and pour in neat brushwood killer into it and then cover it with a plastic bag, a piece of cling film, something just to stop the rain mm. from washing it out. And don't forget the roots are continually trying to suck down the nutrients from the, from, from the leaves. Now the leaves are no longer in contact with the stem, with the roots. So they're sucking down the poison into the root system and it will work really well. That ivy will never grow back. Okay, we'll take one more okay. in one minute. <laughs> right. <laughs> Brian, my outside house wall has been whitewashed for several years. I don't feel like climbing ladders to go at it again. Is there a paint a professional painter could spray on to achieve the whitewash finish? If it has been whitewashed, no. You have to use a special primer because whitewash has a huge amount of lime in it and paint and lime don't like each other. Okay. So you're probably just better stick with the whitewash. You could get the professional to apply the whitewash, couldn't you? You could get the, yeah, if they will. <laughs> uh, or else, as I say, you have to use an alkali-resisting primer and then use your ordinary paint. And unfortunately, alkali-resisting primer is expensive. Brian, as always, Thanks. thank you very, very much. Thanks Next well. Wednesday, 20 past 10, he shall be back. Midlands Today summer special continues. Lockery Island Discs with Sinead Hubble presenting. Will we hit the pub again? Yeah, great idea. Yeah, why not? What time is it? Coming up on 11 o'clock on a Wednesday morning. It's never too early, is it? <laughs> oh, it was 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs>